The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 100 of Spur of the Moment. Yes, number 100. And I'm coming at you from a hotel room and our sound quality. We're trying to get it to the right place, but this is the big numero 100. And the Spurs dropped the game 111 to 101 to the Miami Heat in Mexico City. Yes, that's right. Mexico City at the Arena Ciudad de Mexico. And uh, this was the first and only NBA game in Mexico City. Drew, what were your thoughts about the game? Yeah, it was a tight, close game up there until the fourth quarter. We actually had a couple on the Heat, but in the fourth quarter, we kind of let that go, and the Heat outscored us by 15. Um, shooting percentages, the first shot 42%, and the Heat shot 51 So it was a pretty even game, but the he ended up beating us in a pretty close game. Yeah, you know, and Miami's one of those teams, they're just trying to put it together. Their record right now after that win is 16 wins, 15 losses, and they've had a lot of injuries this year, guys missing uh, games and, you know, back and forth and whatnot. But uh, anyway, they're kind of putting it back together. I know the Spurs beat them earlier in the year, but the Heat got us this time. All right, let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who were your top two? Yeah, so for me, my number one top was Keldon Johnson. In this game, Keldon Johnson put up 22 points, three assists, two rebounds, shooting six of 14 for the field, and three of five from the three-point line. My second top two, I'm going to go with Devin Vassell. In this game, he also had 18 points, three rebounds, two assists, and he shot five of 14 from the field in 32 minutes. Those are my top two. Let's hear yours. Okay, so you had Keldon and Devin. I also had Keldon as my number one. I just really liked his game. Uh, hit the three uh, three pointers. Didn't miss a single free throw shot. Seven to seven from the free throw line, and uh, just a strong night for Keldon overall. My other one on my top two was Malachi Branham. I really liked. He came off the bench and was just shooting, and he was on fire. He hit three of four from three point uh, range. And uh, four or five overall from the field goal. So ended up with 12 points in just 20 minutes of play. So Malachi Branham is my number two on my top two. All right, let's get to the bottom two. Who you got, Drew? Yeah, so for my number one bottom, I have Trey Jones. And probably one of his worst games of the year, Trey Jones had nine points, nine assists. But he shot two of ten from the field, 0 of two from the three-point line. And Trey Jones also had four turnovers. So, Trey Jones is my number two, bottom two, my number one. And my second bottom two, I'm going to go with Jeremy Sohan in a game that he had two points, four rebounds. Sohan shot one of five field in six minutes. So, Jeremy Sohan and Trey Jones are my bottom two. Okay, well, I also had Trey Jones as my number one on my bottom two. You know, the four turnovers really stood out to me, and, uh, you know, that's that just – 
not acceptable, especially when you're shooting two of 10 overall. So that's why he was number one on my bottom two. My number two uh, is going to be Zach Collins, and mainly just because of his five turnovers. That five turnovers is just way too much for a post, and that's something that we can't have moving forward. So that's why he made my uh, number two on my bottom two. All right, let's get to our uh, question of the day. And uh, today's question comes from Joey in Carlsbad, New Mexico. Joey's question was, I thought it was cool that we played in Mexico City. The crowd seemed fantastic. My question for you guys, will the Spurs play in Mexico City again? Also, do you think the NBA will consider expanding into Mexico? Drew, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I think that the Spurs will be playing in Mexico City again, right? It's not signed up yet, but uh, I think you know there's a chance. Yeah, so uh, I don't know, but I do think the NBA might consider expanding. Um, uh, that's just my answer. I don't really much about it, but I have heard that they the NBA might consider expanding in about ten years or so. So yeah, that's the answer. Okay. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so. Uh, I, I don't know if the Spurs are going to play in Mexico City again. That was actually the first game in Mexico City since 2019 uh, prior to the pandemic. So um, you know, we'll see if the Spurs play there again. I do know the NBA is considering strongly a team in Mexico City. Apparently, the Mexico City market is the fifth largest NBA league pass market. So there's definitely a need there. And then if you just heard the fans – the Spurs fans and Miami Heat fans and how loud the arena was, you know that there's definitely a, a, a place for it there. Also, in Mexico City, they have a G League team now. So they're checking all the boxes as to what can make an NBA team or to show their value as a future NBA team. I think it's only a matter of time. I know the commissioner was talking about how successful basketball has been in Canada. That's on the north border, and uh, I don't see any reason why not. We, we can't go into Mexico City. Uh, on the south border of the U.S. So it should be interesting to watch and see and develop as time goes on with that. So uh, thanks for your question, Joey. And let's get to this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I wanted to go uh, way back in the day to December 17, 1985, where the Spurs faced the Portland Trailblazers in a very, very, very high-scoring game. The final score was 126 to 118. The Spurs ended up getting the dub. And the San Antonio Spurs had four players in double figures. The leading short, Otis Gilmore, who had 29 points and seven rebounds. Steve Johnson, who had 24 points and rebounds. Mike Mitchell with 26 points and six rebounds. Alvin Robertson with 22 points, six rebounds. And Johnny Moore had a really good game with 14 points and 12 assists. The Johnny Moore type of game. So a really good win here. This win improved the Spurs to 15 and 12 in the 1985 season in a very high scoring game. All right. Thank you for that. That's a that's a really good one. That was high scoring, especially at that time period. All right, let's get to our preview of the upcoming game. Uh, for this preview, the Spurs travel to Houston to play the Rockets, and we're both in the uh, lottery standings and at the bottom of the NBA league standings. But we did beat the Rockets earlier this year. And, uh, Drew, what can you tell us about this upcoming matchup with Houston? Yeah, so I'm very excited about this matchup. 
the Rockets have a really young team. I think both of these teams are in the top five, the youngest team. So this should be a really interesting game. I think it might end up being a close game. Um, some people might be resting, and we'll see. But the Houston Rockets um, have Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., Ting Yoon, Jabari Smith, Eric Gordon, a really, really good young staff. What are your thoughts on the Houston Rockets? Yeah, they are young, and they are talented. Um, I, I think Jalen Green is one of the young peer scorers in the NBA. Um, Alperin Sengun, when the draft happened, and hindsight's always twenty twenty, but the draft where we drafted Primo, Sengun was my guy that I wanted there for the Spurs. We ended up not getting him, and he's been flourishing for the Rockets. Really solid player for them. They also have Tari Eason, who was a who I thought was going to be a Spurs target later in the first round of the draft this year. So he's also with them, and he's been doing some good things defensively for them. A lot of steals for him, and uh, you know they're they're an exciting team to watch. And I, I you know I think one day the Spurs and Rockets going to be at the top of the standings battling it. But right now it's the flip side of that, so should be an interesting one. Let's get to our uh, player to go off in prediction. What do you got? Yeah, so for my player to go off. I'm going to go with Jeremy Stohan in this game. be my player to go off. And my prediction for this game, I think the Rockets are going to get us by eight points. We got them the last time, and I think the Houston Rockets are going to win this one. What are your predictions? Well, I think uh going to be an interesting game. I honestly, from watching Houston, I think they are – the worst defensive team in the NBA, in my opinion, just from watching them. And I think with that, and you put a coach like Greg Popovich on the other side, given even talent, I think the Spurs win. So I'm going to go ahead and say I think the Spurs are going to win this game. I think it's going to be close. I think they'll get them by five, be a really close game. And my player to go off, I think uh, Devin Vassell is going to have a great night for the Spurs. I think his last one wasn't, in my opinion, as good as it needed to be, but I think he's going to have a have a strong night against the Rockets. You know, the young stars come out against young teams, so that's what I think is going to happen. All right. So that brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. This is episode number 100, and I'm sorry if there's any sound issues, but it's the holiday season, and I'm doing the podcast from a hotel right now. And, uh, you know, Drew's doing it from far away, but we're still trying to give you the Spurs content as we progress forward in this season. Drew, would you take us home, please, sir? Yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, go Spurs, go!